taking your Bibles this evening and turning with me to the book of Ezekiel and chapter 20. And in this chapter, we have seen once again elders gathered before Ezekiel, that is, the elders of the house of Israel, gathered before Ezekiel inquiring of the Lord. And the Lord says to Ezekiel, you say to them, you inquire of me? Why do you inquire of me? I'll not hear. I'll not answer you. They've been disobedient. They turned from God. They turned from the Lord. And now they want to hear from the Lord. And he puts them in mind of some instances in their history. When he visited them in Egypt and made himself known to them. And they were to cast away the evil of their eyes and there are idols of the land of Egypt and put them away. And they didn't. But for his namesake, he did not utterly destroy them. He puts them in mind of the fact that, that he brought them out of the land of Egypt. And he took them to Mount Sinai. And there he gave them his law, his commandments, that they might live therein. That they might be in their hearts. And being in their hearts, they would do them. They would obey them. It would be a part of their life. Honor and glorifying the Lord their God. The Lord their God which brought them out of Egypt. He says he entered into covenant with them there. The old covenant. He married them in another chapter. He took them to be his wife. But he gave them his, his law, his commandments. They gave him, gave him in those laws and then in those commandments his Sabbaths. But they did not obey his law and they feigned his Sabbaths. He said they rebelled. 
They rebelled. And last week we saw that they rebelled. And we see saw that because they rebelled, God pronounced judgment upon them. He said that he would destroy them. And so we come tonight to verses 14 through 16. But God vindicates his, his name. He does right by his name. He does justice by his name. Let's read verses 14 through 16. But I wrought for my namesake that it should not be polluted before the heathen in whose sight I brought thee out. Yet also I lifted up my hand unto them in the wilderness that I would not bring them into the land which I had given them flowing with milk and honey which is the glory of all lands the prosperity of all lands <laughs> the land flowing with plenty because they despised my judgments and walked not in my statutes, but polluted my Sabbath, for their heart went after their idols. In verse 16, or verse 14, excuse me. As I was looking over this this afternoon and reviewing this this afternoon, I had impressed upon me this one phrase. And I had to do something about it. I couldn't go any further. It wasn't in my original notes. It starts out in verse 14. But I wrought for my name's sake. Comma. I worked. The works which I did were for my name's sake. My work that I did for my name's sake. For the purpose of my name. <laughs> As I thought about that. I thought about all of God's works. Are for his name. All his works are for his name. All his works are... So that he will get a 
honor and glory and praise. In the book of Genesis, in chapter 1, we go back to the beginning of it all. That is, of all of creation. Not, not the beginning of God. God had no beginning. God has always existed. Well, God's eternal. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God worked. And His work was a work of creation. Before this, there was nothing. Before this, there was only God. Turning with me to the book of John, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. <laughs> in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the he was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and and without him was not anything made that was made. All things were created by him. And we we ask the question tonight. Why did God create why did God create the heaven and the earth? Why did God create the heaven and the earth and all that in them is? For his namesake. For his namesake. That he might get honor and glory. That he might that he might be praised. Turn with me back to the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. 
for his will, for his pleasure, for his enjoyment, that he might get honor, that he might get praise. They weren't, they weren't created so you, you and I, we weren't created so that you and I might exist and might have a physical life. We were created to praise Him, to bring honor and glory and praise unto Him because He's the Creator. He's God, the eternal God. And His power has made it all. He's worthy of it. But for my sake, <laughs> but I wrought for my name's sake. I work for my name's sake. <laughs> For my honor, for my glory, for my praise. <laughs> Turn with me back to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms in chapter 19. Psalm of David. David recognized this great truth. He said in verse 1, he said, The heavens declare the glory of God. <laughs> the heavens declare His glory. And the firmament showeth His handiwork. <laughs> Day unto day, utter a speech. Night unto night, showeth knowledge. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you understand? As you look in the heavens during the day, in the, up to the heaven in the day, it speaks. It speaks of the glory of God. When you when you're looking to the heaven at night, it declares the all-wise, the all-knowing God made this universe. Who gets the glory? God does. They give him the glory. There is no speech or language where the voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun which is as a bridegroom coming out of 
his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. It doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're in Melbourne, Florida, or whether you're in Melbourne, Australia, or whether you're in China, or whether you're in England or Sweden or Romania. You can look to the heaven in the day and it speaketh, it speaketh the same thing. You can look into the heaven at night and it declares an wise and all-knowing God has created this universe. It doesn't matter what part of this earth you're on. It speaks the same thing. It declares the glory of God. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. Chapter 40. Verse 26. Isaiah 40 and verse 26. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by name, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power. Not one, not one, faileth. Verse 28, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching. Of his understanding. <laughs> it declares the glory of God. It declares the power of God. It declares the knowledge of God. It declares the all wise creator. Why? So that he, the all powerful, the all wise, the all-knowing creator might get honor and glory that he might have praise Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah chapter 32 in verse 17 Jeremiah 32:17 Ah Lord God behold behold take 
Thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm. And there is nothing too hard for thee. Because, because he manifested his power in, in this creation. He manifested his power in creating man. And in manifesting that, they declare concerning him, there's nothing, nothing too hard for thee. Look at it. Well, a favorite passage of Scripture in the book of Romans. The book of Romans in the ninth chapter. Verse 17. For the Scripture saith, unto Pharaoh. Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up that I might show my power, my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. <laughs> that his name might be declared throughout all the earth. That his name might receive praise and honor and glory because of his mighty power. Is not he Lord over all that he has created? If he has created it, then it stands to reason he can withhold laws of nature that are in place that says it can't be done but he's God <laughs> and he can do it because he took nothing there was nothing till he spoke and behold it was Something out of nothing. He says, therefore, be mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will he harden. <laughs> See, his work, <laughs> even his work in raising up Pharaoh. Oh, wicked Pharaoh. was for his honor and for his glory. And his name might be magnified and praised throughout all the earth. The book of Colossians. The book of Colossians chapter 1. 
Colossians chapter 1. In this chapter, declaring unto us, declaring unto the saved, God, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and He's the Creator, He's the Sustainer, and He's the preeminent one. It says, for by Him, by Jesus Christ, the Son, the Son of God, for by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And by Him all things consist. That is, held together, are sustained. And He is the head of the body, the church, which is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the preeminence that he might have first place that he might receive honor glory and praise when in Revelation 4 11, thou art worthy to receive honor glory and praise for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure They were created. Lay hold of this one. Psalms chapter 76. Psalm 76. Verse 10. Surely the wrath of man, evil man, wicked men, the wickedness of man, surely the wrath of man, the wickedness of man, Praise thee. Not maybe he will get praise from the wickedness of men. Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee. The remainder of that shalt thou restrain. If it's not, not going to praise him, if he's not going to get honor and glory and praise from it, in his wickedness, he restrains it. He doesn't allow it. He only allows the wickedness of man as it 
praises him as it is for his pleasure, for his honor, for his glory. I was going to say, you know, that's one of those verses that we can't explain. We just have to believe it. Well, you know, the whole word of God ought to be that way. All of God's word ought to be that way. We men think we've gotten so intelligent that we, we need to explain away, and we explain away a biggest percentage of God's Word. Instead of just letting it what it says and believe it, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. No, whether I believe it or not, it settles it, God said it. We need to get that our hearts and minds. Stop pushing around. Our man's purpose, the creation purpose of creation, that means man included, is to praise him. Bring honor and glory and praise on him. You were even saved to bring honor, glory, and praise unto Him. You weren't saved for your own good. You were saved for His pleasure. God is to get the glory in all his works. Not just his work of love and grace, mercy, and long suffering. Not just his work of salvation. But all his works. Even that which he allows. so that he might be praised. You see, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Read the rest of the chapter and all that in them is. He created. Even man. Even man. Yes, God even created man whom he knew would turn their back on him, would go away from him and worship other gods. And he created man anyhow. Why? So that he might get honor and glory and praise. We just read to you Psalm 76, 10. He gets honor and glory and praise. 
in the depravity of man. The doctrine of the depravity of man. He gets honor, glory, and praise, does he not? <laughs> he gets honor, glory, and praise in election. He gets honor, glory, and praise in man's atonement. He gets honor, glory, and praise in, in grace. Bestowing His grace. He gets honor, glory, and praise. In preserving those that are his. He gives honor, glory, and praise. In casting the beast false prophet into the lake of fire and casting Satan into the lake of fire and all those that do not believe in his redemptive work of salvation. all his works all his works are so he gets honor, glory and praise our worship is to be to his honor to his glory, his praise our life the life which we live as a child of God is to be to His honor, to His glory, to His praise. Well, we'll stop there tonight. You see, when I say I got hung up on that little phrase, He wrought For his namesake. But I wrought, I worked. My namesake. That it would not be polluted. <laughs> that it would not be polluted. We'll look at that part next week. Shall we pray?